I've done everything. I've broken plates every day in my house, like Logan Paul, or I've driven <laughs> cars in my house, or right. I've I've have I've tried to you know light a bomb. I've tried to use a forklift for this. I've flipped right. cars. Hi, Onyx fam. Welcome to the Onyx Life, where change comes with challenge. Every episode, we take you on a journey, moving you from the struggle life to the Onyx Life, creating happy homes financial empires and exploring the lighter side of life my name is Murthel and I'm Rita today we're gonna be talking about being addicted to social media fame so we thought this would be an interesting topic because we are in the industry on social media YouTube Instagram Facebook um, Twitter some of our accounts are really big some of our accounts are very small and we've noticed that within this community we've noticed some people becoming very jaded and expressing that they have changed because of it. I know that there is, for example, a YouTuber, his name is Yusef, but he goes by Fuzi, FuziTube, Dosa Fuzi. These are his YouTube channels. And I noticed him in particular. He seems to have a lot of issues with social media. He said on a video the other day that well, you know, before he was on YouTube, he was, I think, just had like these little side jobs. It's not that he was very happy doing it, but he didn't go through what he goes through now. He's been on YouTube for uh, several years now, and he used to be like at the peak. People would just be like, Fousey, oh my goodness, Fousey, whenever anybody saw him. He was recognized. He was... Um, he was being invited to all the YouTube events by YouTube, you know, officials. He was, um, his views were in the millions. He was doing great. The issue though is that he has bipolar disorder. And so even with all of that, he struggled with depression. And as he's struggling with depression, he's also looking at all of the comments, comments about, you know, why did you go and get that apartment? Why don't you have a girlfriend? Or why is your why did you choose her to be your girlfriend? Why are you getting fat? Why are you so why are you so skinny? Why do you talk like that? Why do you wear your beard like that? I mean it goes on and on and on and on. And he's someone that he likes to tell his audience, I read every single comment. I've always felt that that is destructive. Always. I just can't I can't even fathom every day reading a thousand comments um, about some people nitpicking. I mean, yeah, maybe half of those are very positive. Even maybe maybe 99% are positive. But do I still need that 1% of criticism every single day? Think about it. Who really gets that at a job that they have? They don't have that every day at your job. Unless you have a horrible boss, you're not giving, you're not even getting criticized every single day. If, if, your husband was doing that to you, or your wife was doing that to you, or your parents were doing that to you, you would call it abuse. You'd call it emotional abuse. Well, that's what happens. And a lot of people, though, feel like, oh, I gotta please. I got to please my audience. And they're looking for those likes. They're looking for, you know, people to to say, hey, we love you. And, and, and they're becoming obsessed with it. And then they're becoming addicted. Because then what happens with YouTube, with a lot of people, is that you have to evolve. And if you don't evolve, um, you are in danger 
of losing your audience. It doesn't mean that everybody has to completely change. No, because people like you for who you are. And I know several channels that stick with what they know and they've been doing that for years and they still have a very big audience. But unfortunately for some people, their audience does get bored. And when their views start going down, then they start becoming obsessed with why are my views down? What is going on? What can I do? And they start asking the audience, hey, what, what can I do? What can I do? Tell me, give me some ideas. I'm sorry I didn't do this and I'm sorry I didn't do that. And that's never a good idea because, you know, you ask a thousand people, you're going to get a thousand different answers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's one of those things where when we talk about being addicted to social media fame, we're talking about it not just as someone who likes Instagram and they're young and they're just wanting the likes and look at my photo with the filter. We're also talking about it on the other end, about when you're in the business, the trap and the cycle that it puts you in. And we're, I wanted to talk about that along with the regular one that we talk about a lot is because... A lot of people are thinking about getting into this industry, especially when you listen to a lot of uh, movers and and shakers and and people who are in that think tank right now. And everyone is saying, if your your new resume for this world is your social media. Well, when you had a resume, a regular resume, all you had to do was show it to the person that you wanted a job for. So, you know, even even in the best case scenario, you were blanketing your little local town um, specifically for a job you wanted. But now with social media, if social media is your resume now, well, that's going out to thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions in some cases. And so it invites a lot of criticism. And some people just cannot handle it. So Yusuf or Fuzi, he has gone through a lot of ups and downs. And recently he said that he was going to give away his channels, get a step completely away from social media and YouTube and leave the country even in order to just find some peace of mind. Now, I'm not saying that YouTube and all these things start it, but there are certain personalities and maybe certain people with certain mental conditions that it's even tougher on them. It's way tougher on them to be in this industry. And one of the reasons why he's even doing this is because he made a promise that if he didn't have some event where he was going to have this singer and this rapper there he said if they don't come and i'm doing positive thinking if they don't come then i'm going to give it all away and he didn't someone called him someone called him on it and he was like yeah okay i'm a man of my word and i'm going to do it that to me is ridiculous you know why are you allowing someone else to dictate to you You've just even if you said it and you went back on it, you have a right to change your mind. You don't have to be held to someone else's standard. So, just seeing how people become a slave, a slave to the audience to the point now where he's getting rid of his channels. Well, he's not really getting rid of them because he's not doing it. He's being called on it, but no, he's 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 giving it away from for what I'm seeing. He's if giving he's it given, away. If he's giving away his channels then that's what he wanted to do in the first place because he's now giving up because he didn't get the response that he was looking for. Well, yeah, that's clearly, that's it too, that he's giving up. But I'm just saying that there's, and and I've talked to you about this before, there's a lot of people who get like on YouTube and start saying to the audience, what do you guys want me to do? I'm sorry, I'm sorry I can't upload every day or I'm sorry this and I'm sorry that. 
but that's uh there's some good points that you've been making um but when it yeah when it comes to this absolutely i do think that there are some people that already are suffering from certain types of mental illness and certain they have a predisposition to certain types of emotional problems yeah and challenges and so those individuals you're going to find that how they respond to youtube or social media celebrity it's going to be very very difficult we're hearing a lot about depression these days a lot of suicides um being being Even a celebrity YouTuber suicides right there being, was just one recently where this mm-hmm. um guy drove the wrong way on the freeway right and then he ran into that mother and daughter mm-hmm. um i guess with this topic being a celebrity period is very challenging and tough there uh, comes with certain expectations Definitely. people start to feel as though that they have access to your life and they have a right um, in some ways, people feel like you wouldn't be where you are if it wasn't for them. And so you owe them. You are obligated, obligated to listen to, to them, answer and to let them, them in. everything. And then, you, and then you have to also deal with other people that have certain issues that will cause them to stalk you. So you have so when you're a celebrity, you have certain pressures. And then, okay, how many of us have millions of people watching to see if we are going to keep the success or we're going to do well? Exactly. Most people go to their job. Right. And just a handful of people are watching your uh, progress. What, and your, yeah, exactly. And what Whether you, you get a promotion or fired or right. a demotion. But when yeah. you're a celebrity, everybody is watching every move that you do and they have a comment on it. And it's almost like everybody is your boss. On every level. I've on seen level. things on um, Twitter. People are talking about who's who's making you know their songs go to the top on the charts Mm -hmm. and people are going hey when did this become now fodder for everybody to talk about who's getting where on the charts when all these people who are talking about it aren't even in the industry just enjoy the music that's what they were saying just enjoy the music let the people who have to worry about it worry about it right exactly and and then you got of course people with youtube with their views People with on Instagram, how many likes am I getting? How many, you know, am I mm-hmm. featured? And it just goes on and on and on. And you become addicted because you don't want to see that the natural rise and fall. And, you know, right. it, there's a, there's a, there's always ups and downs in everything in life. And so how you deal with the natural urban flow of the rise and falls of life, ebb and flow of the natural rise and fall of life um, is going to really determine how much pressure mental stability and pressure you are going to face if when things are up you are overly just overly ecstatic and then when things are down you are panicky and you're trying to do something that is out of your character to get it back up again and you're compromising your values or you're compromising who you are then you're setting yourself up for this particular situation but the problem though is i don't necessarily think that when the people are up they're ecstatic i think they're ecstatic for like a second right but then you're afraid to lose it Mm -hmm. and so you're not happy either way you're not happy when you're down and you're not even happy when you're up because now you're afraid so now these people are not really truly living their life they're not really truly being able to just appreciate their life and that's and that's really sad you don't i mean you don't want to 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 allow this life to go through this life and not be able to just take a moment and smell the roses you that's have to. why i brought up fuzi because he was talking about on his um 
one of his last videos, he was talking about how he realized that when he moved to LA in order to really get into the YouTube scene, that he feels like he, he, he changed. He became so um, attached, attached to the, the fame that he would buy an apartment for the fame, buy, get with this girl for the fame, get with, you know, do certain things on the videos for the fame. Right. And it just changed him because he was like, I'm not living my authentic self. I'm doing everything to keep my views up, everything mm -hmm. to keep this thing going. And a lot of people feel like, oh, well, isn't this like a passive business? There's a, there's a certain element of it that is passive, but a lot of it is feeding the algorithm, feeding the beast. Mm -hmm. And no matter what you do online, there is an algorithm. Well, I feel I feel that Fuzi represents the far end of the spectrum of when it comes to, you know, mental illness. I feel like he represents that far end. But I do believe that there are a lot of people on the spectrum that that show uh, mental illness, especially when it comes to drug use, when it comes to alcoholism. Uh, when it comes to risky behavior, I find that a lot of these celebrities um, th who don't probably have traditional bipolar or is not diagnosed like how Fousey is, you know, ultimately diagnosed, you're seeing this behavior just coming up more and more and it's really destroying their lives and they have a sense of sadness behind their lives. They're not really truly living their life. I mean, I disagree with you a bit on this because he might represent a far right or far on that spectrum because he has bipolar but there's a lot of people with bipolar now secondly i think that there are people who would be surprised that once you get into this industry of social media and we're not talking about just just for hobbies we're talking about people who do it for a living especially mm -hmm. um you would be surprised i think people would surprise themselves as to how quickly they can become chained to results right and it's true i agree and so i see a lot of youtubers people who don't even have bipolar a lot who reach this burnout level or mm -hmm. reach this thing where they're going i've done everything i've broken plates every day in my house like logan paul or i've driven <laughs> cars in my house or right. i've i've have i've tried to you know light a bomb i've tried to use a forklift for this i've flipped right. a car and all these people are like i'm running out of ideas i don't know what to do to entertain you people and those are people who aren't even like <laughs> mentally ill, you know. Right. These are people who are just regular, but they're chained. And 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 I call it addiction because there is a certain um, ebb and flow to every industry, mm -hmm. and you have to evolve. That's why you see people like, let's say, Madonna, who kind of reinvents her look. Who she used to reinvent her look like right. every few years or something, and it was always to keep the attention. Right. Keep it. But for those of us on social media, a lot of times we are all doing it on our own. We don't necessarily have a team and you end up stressing, stressing more. But I have to say, I think this can go for all media, though, to be honest. It really because can. It, I just see I, like if you're like, let's say you're um, a movie star. Like, well, let's say you're a movie star. Mm -hmm. You are chained to that box office. If you're last, you're as good. I think there's a saying you're as good as your last um, box, office. box office opening. Look at look at Kim Kardashian. I mean, every single time that their ratings go down or they feel as though they're losing some type of, you know, I don't know, attention. Next thing you know, she ends she ends up naked in some way, yeah. trying to trying to gain the attention. Boy, they, if, if we all did that, this world would be insane. Right. But so yeah. and it's just it just seems to be 
just the way or her husband Kanye will end up saying something way out there outlandish just to grab everybody's attention and it's um we're finding this happening in every walk of life that this ins- insatiable urge yeah you definitely. know for 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 fame um you will see it in politics um that you know using salacious stories to continue to maintain attention it's just happening on every walk of life and it is it is a reflection of a, a, a i feel like some madness our yeah. society is going mad. They're going crazy over because fame. Even people who aren't even doing this for business, people who are just putting out pictures on Instagram or mm-hmm. some witty comment on Twitter, you're checking, checking every day, every every second, refreshing how many likes, how many retweets, right? How many comments? You know, like if you do a story, how many people are watching? How many people saw this? Right. You know, and it's it's extremely narcissistic. Well, it takes away from creativity because most people, what they would do, you know, when we didn't have this, the ability to watch live and to see your followers live or to see the likes live. And you just had to just kind of like wait, wait it out to hear what the latest critic had to say in the magazine in its monthly edition of whatever your skill set was, whether it was an art painting or whether it was a show, you had to wait for the professionals to say two thumbs up or whatever it is. Um, You're cooking a great meal and you're a chef and you had to wait until the next magazine comes out on Chef Today or whatever. And the problem is, is now it's that instant gratification of technology where you want to be able to get that likes, those likes to get that fame instantly and to get that gratification instantly. And it, it really is impacting everyone. Well, now your competition is the world. Right. Before it was like, okay, well, I'm a New York chef. This is my, my yeah. playground is New York. On, or on my street. <laughs> right, exactly. But now it's like, you know, what's your platform? Like, you know, how many people are you reaching you know across the world and so if you don't it's insane so if if you are very well known in your community and loved in your community that's just not good enough now for many people you have to be loved internationally think about this okay think about a small channel on youtube what we call small Mm -hmm. okay not okay i'm gonna go really small let's just say you have a video and you put a video out and a hundred people saw it like, wow, that should mean something. That should really mean 100 something. A hundred people. I could get, get put together a hundred people and they all saw you. Now imagine every day a hundred people saw your video and it's probably not the same hundred. Right. Some of them may be, but most of them will not be. Wow, that's a lot. So let's then, just say. And then a hundred people that you don't no exactly That's what like I'm it's one thing if you gathered you had a hundred friends and you gathered all your exactly. friends and you said watch my video and then it stayed at a hundred but a hundred people that you don't know all around the world at some given point in time that used to be like huge i mean that would be let's just say you uploaded every single day for a month mm-hmm. that would be what three thousand views for the month mm-hmm. you reached three thousand people that's huge that's huge but it's not good enough for people anymore no Nope. They, no, they, 3,000 views on one video. Let's just say you were uploading every day and you were only getting 3,000 views a day on your channel. Oh, 
Let me tell you, people would cry. That's it. That's all I got well, was well, three thousand. Well, there are some people out there that if they got three thousand, they would be very happy. No, but I'm not talking about the people who are coming up. Yeah. I'm talking about people. Well, that's what's happening. Perspective, with, perspective. This is what's happening with people like Fousey. This is what's happening with you know the people that used to get millions of views per day. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for them to go back down to those humble numbers. Exactly, and that's what I mean when I'm talking about the addiction. It's, it's, I know for them, people who are doing it for a business, that it's not just addiction, it's numbers. It's figuring it's numbers out and it's, how it's much money you're going to make. Revenue. And you can't keep I, that. And, and that I understand lifestyle. that, but right. it's the mental, it's the mental, um, the mental torture that I've seen some people go through. Well, here's the problem the problem is, is that if you are in the industry, one of my recommendations is to not. Focus on the numbers. Right. Focus on your craft. Focus on being consistent. Focus on making sure that you are keeping up with trends. If that's what you is that if that's a strategy for you, uh, trend trending, what's trending. But but don't focus on the numbers. Don't get on you know the platforms that show analytics and and start getting too deep into that because it will. Or don't listen to the um the, the what the people are saying on it you know right the the comments turn off disable your comments because all of these things statistics and comments they are going to psychologically ruin you and they're going to take away from your um from your joy of what you do mm-hmm. so that when if it ever went down you would have already developed a bad habit of being chained to the numbers and to the comments if it went down and you did not practice to do that, you would have to struggle with the fact that your money has gone down, but you wouldn't have to struggle with the habit of feeling psychologically connected to every single thing that somebody says. Yeah, and that's why I'm a big believer in trying your hardest to have multiple streams of revenue mm-hmm. so that when one dips for a bit, you're not sitting there panicking. Because right. you have other things and you can work on that thing that dipped, but you don't have to have the the panic. You don't have to have the, the stress and the and the concern and the feeling like, oh, I'm going to lose everything. Right. You could just say, OK, I'm going to work on this, see what I can do to bring it up. But um, you have that other revenue coming in. And in addition, if you're on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or Amazon, there are algorithms that play a role into this and there are certain times of the season where they will boost you and certain times of the season where they'll bring you down if you are so caught up with the statistics and you're so caught up with the money and you're so caught up with the comments you're going to take a lot of this stuff personal when you really shouldn't right and then the next thing you know you're going to be panicking you're going to be shifting changing when you shouldn't be changing you need to be consistent you need to be strong in your talent. You need to be strong in what you do. And then you're shifting and you're changing and you're changing. And now you don't even look half of what you used to be. What what made you famous in the first place? What exactly. made people enjoy you? Because you were, you got caught up. Right. And you just absolutely can't do that. And and for, for, for myself and Rito, I think that we found that balance. Our family has gone through ups and downs of these kind of things well, that yeah. happen with the algorithms. And we've made necessary shifts when we saw that we have to improve. But at the end of the day, we don't focus on comments. And statistics are something that you do for your business, but you don't get addicted to the statistics. You have to know yourself. 
Yeah. For example, I do not look at my daily statistics because I went through a phase where I had to look every day. I looked multiple times a day. And if it dipped even just a little, everybody call a meeting. We got to see what we can do. And it was like, it was just getting out of hand. And I was stressed out. And I was like, no, I I cannot be chained to this anymore. Right. And, And now I... I, I mean, I will do it for what I need to do for the business. Right. But I don't do it every day. I like, I literally stop myself like, nope, I will not do it every day. I don't, I'm not sitting here um, figuring out every single way to, how am I going to, how can I grow my Instagram? How can I grow my Twitter? How can I do this? How can I do that? I actually just do what I like to do on those platforms without the stress behind it. And I'm continuing to try to keep growing on the other streams because I feel like, you know, that's when you can really feel free, free from these algorithms, free from these types of addictions. But I also feel that my age comes into play. I feel that my kids are more at risk for becoming addicted to those types of things because it's just the young people these days they're grown on instagram they're they're raised on instagram i mean they're raised on you know twitter and all those things they're raised to feel that if they don't have you know millions of followers or even hundreds of thousands of followers then they're irrelevant and it's just not true we need to learn to appreciate just who we are and what the natural effects of who we are mm-hmm. um how we how people respond to us just naturally and um and that's the challenge with social media. Social media tempts you to look at other people oftentimes too much, com- mm-hmm. do way too much comparing. Um, it causes people to suffer with jealousy, self-esteem issues. And all of that is all a part of sort of like a make-believe world. Yeah. At the and- end of the day, this is not who you are. <laughs> and the thing is, guys, one of the things that we have learned that I find just about true about life is that the people that you're competing with the people that you're obsessed with you don't know where they're gonna land you don't even know in the grand scheme of things where you're gonna end up versus them so I like to um, (laughs) I like to always talk about something personal so that you guys can see that you know we have been through this so when we first started on YouTube there was these channels that there were these channels that no matter what they put out, they were getting millions of views. I mean, millions. And we were like, okay, let's just, you know, let's just do something similar. And we'd get like maybe a third of it. And we were just like, what is going on? But then when we would do something original on our end, then we would get really good views. But everyone always tells you, keep up with the trends, keep up with the trends. But we have a thing with our family that whenever we try to do something that's completely on trend, it doesn't necessarily work for us. But when we do something more original, then we tend to get the the views that we're looking at. But anyway, when we first started, I was, I remember I was a rookie at this whole thing and I was just getting really, I don't know, just stressed and irritated. Why is it that these people can put out just anything and get millions I, I was getting mad because I felt like we were trying so hard and we would only get you know our views and a year later 
maybe a year later, we're still going around our merry way. We're getting the, you know, we're getting good views now. I stopped being so stressed about it and just accept the fact that, hey, we're in another algorithm. There's reasons for this. And um, sometimes, I, 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 this is a whole nother video when we, we, we wanna talk about like the stuff that goes behind the scenes. But, um, you know, but anyway, I will say this, that a year later, almost all of those competitors were either kicked off the platform or they stopped um, uploading for one reason or another. And most of the people that I was watching are just gone now. And maybe a whole new group now is here, but most of the people that I was stressed over, the people that I was just like, why, Myrthal, why are they doing so well? And look at us, like they're gone. Yeah. and. You know, I and, and and it's unfortunate that they are gone because many of them, I, I think that they would not want to be gone. And perhaps, um, perhaps one of the lessons that I learned from something like that is, is that you cannot get caught up with being at the top. Right. And you cannot be affected when you drop. Right. You just have to keep going. Consistency. If you have a passion for something and if you have a ministry or if you have a giftedness that you are presenting to the world, let the algorithms be, algorithms be what they are. Right. You just got to stay consistent to who you are. Pray for others. You wish them well. Um, when you analyze what they're doing, you're analyzing so that you will be able to sharpen your skill set. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you really cannot watch other people and their life because um, because the person, the only person that you really should be um, competing against and affecting your day is yourself, your productivity, your products. Is it good enough? Are you staying on top of what you need to be doing? That's the only person that really should truly impact how you feel. Are, am I doing my best or am I slacking? Am I giving my best to God or have I you know, truly um, not shown appreciation for the opportunities that he's given me? Um, these things should impact you. It should cause you to think. It should cause you to um, look at your commitment and make some adjustments in, in your attitude and in your behavior. Right. So let's talk about some tips for people, um, not necessarily for people who are in doing it in business. We'll do that after. But let's say, you know, some advice for people who are just addicted to the likes and the retweets and you know the shares on Facebook things right. like that just the common the common everyday people right. I, you know speaking on that level i just think it's so important to know that you need to live in the land of reality right okay so that's my first my first appeal is live in the land of reality um how has social media impacted you? Do you find that you are making stronger connections with others, with your family, with your friends? Or do you find that you're becoming more isolated and you're becoming a social media junkie that is causing you to have some social deviances? Let me give you an example. Like, there's a lot of people that think that they have just, that they've really truly lost touch with reality. They, they have over a thousand, maybe the maximum of 5,000 friends on Facebook. But genuinely they do not really truly have any friends they are disconnected right um that's not a good way to live 
uh, to live for every like or, or for every comment and hoping that someone is is not the same as having wonderful relationships with your children, with your family. Are your children wanting you to get off your phone because they want to connect with you? Well, then guess what? Don't post something about them and think that you're being a great parent. No, <laughs> like connect with your children and live in the moment. If you're going on um, a holiday with your family, yeah, grab some pictures to be able to remember the moment. But don't forget, it's way more important to live in that moment and take a mental picture and make sure that you're creating memories. And um, these are these are some of the challenges that we're facing. Other challenges is that there are people that are not really living out their purpose. So it plays social media and, you know, technology. It really plays with our emotions. So there'll be people that will be sitting there playing video games and they are getting these great feelings like they've accomplished something great when they win, when they win some kind of football game on Madden or something. They'll be like, whoa, I just won. Yes, I'm the best. No, you just want a game. Like, what are you doing with your life? What have you accomplished in your life that is that is playing into the rest of your life? Now, if you're a gamer and that's what you do for a living and and use your um, your skills in gaming to create awareness and, and it's you're in that world and that is your world, then that's a different story. But if you are just simply playing video games or let's just say you're 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 on Farmville and you you give your your neighbor an egg from Farmville. That's not the same as helping out someone and the good feeling that you get when you actually literally give a homeless person an egg sandwich. Like that person actually ate and they would not have eaten if you did not help them. But the person in Farmville that you're trying to make networks with, like this is a false narrative. This is a, a fantasy world. And I feel like a lot of people are not living their lives. They so don't have any friends. Right. They are not doing any mission work. They're not actually touching people's lives and helping people. They're not they're not winning in life. They're winning in a game, but they're not winning in life. They're not advancing themselves. And so all of these are examples of a fantasy world. Wake up. Be present in the real world. So that's your advice. Basically, wake up, live in the present. Right. Be get into reality. Right. Connect with your family. Would Connect you with say, your kids. Don't put a just... time frame or a time limit. Would you say like, don't go on there? I mean, are those things realistic? I think that um, have fasting from social media is a great example. Have some goals in your life that you want to accomplish, and if you notice that you're you're not accomplishing these goals, get off of social media and and let that be one of the things that you that you use as motivation to so say like even, I will go back on social media right. after I accomplish these things on my bucket list. Even daily goals. Daily goals, you could do it daily. Where so I will not say, go yeah, on Facebook go on until, until I, I finish this. All of this. Or sometimes and not just long a goal, term. but just like until after I have spent this time with my family, I've right. eaten dinner with my family, I've done, you know, and and of course career as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so that's a good piece of advice because I think that that will naturally curb how long people stay on there and also make them make an actual feeling of um, accomplishment be real. Right. So that's that's really good. What about for like kids our age, you know? Same thing. Well, I think parents, I really do think that parents need to get involved in that level because kids, 
cannot self-monitor the same way um they really need their parents at that age to mm-hmm. be able to and that's what we're finding in like fortnite and the, these different games gaming we're finding these psychological issues are starting at a very young age yeah um horrible sounding stories coming out oh there are people who um their kids don't want to leave the room they don't even want to leave their bed some of them are just wearing diapers because they don't want to get up to go to the bathroom they miss their food their dinner lunch skipping school they're skipping school everything and they're becoming violent and aggressive right and these are severe antisocial behaviors so that's when parents just need to step in and just you know just get get involved and really um put their foot down and set some boundaries because um while us as adults need to learn to self motivate um, children can't do that right so i think that's really good advice because a lot of times or i think can't it's do that i think as it's well i should say i think it's unrealistic for a lot of people to say oh just get off all social media like that's this is a part of our world now it is and this is where i get my breaking news i remember i used to go on like daily mail and other things like that for all my breaking news now i mean i go on you know like twitter stuff like that to just get like absolutely the, the daily the daily yeah. things and then if you let's just say you are on twitter and you are really really obsessed with your followers and you're like looking at your followers well kind of like monitor and just say okay what is this going towards if i have all these followers learn to appreciate first of all what you have so right. so right. stop always looking for the next best the next best at some given point in time you have to say okay what i have is good okay and and while i'm looking for more what can i do with what i have so, you know, we now know that social media is a part of the way that we can advance ourselves in so many different ways. So take what you have and do something with what you have. The end goal can't just be more and more and more. You need to be able to be well-versed in how you can take what you have and make something out of it. Right, right. So utilize that small audience that you start off with. Right. Serve them minister to them right be there for them whatever it is you know um you know even with our podcast you always start off with a small audience and you don't say oh i only have this many people so i'm just gonna you know who cares i don't care what i'm gonna talk about no you start from the beginning right giving your best and then it just keeps on creeping up and creeping up and then next thing you're looking you're like whoa right how did we get here so right so that's really good advice. I think that those, I think, honestly, I think those are the most realistic things that you could do mm-hmm. to help curb the addiction. And of course, if it's strong, you're going to need help. Right. You're you gonna may have need to go to talk to somebody. Professional and, help. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, it's so funny that, you know, all of these um, mental issues and then here comes, here comes social media and it throws a curveball because now so many people are suffering. And they're suffering in a way where they don't even know and understand that they are suffering. I, you know, I I get so heartbroken when I hear um, young girls comparing themselves to these other girls on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And why don't I have that body or that hair or that face or that boyfriend or that makeup or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I'm just so frustrated because with all the millions of girls out there who are on Instagram, it's like this handful that gets worshipped. Mm-hmm. And we don't celebrate the diversity. We don't celebrate the different lives. We celebrate like this this little handful of people. 
And that's who everybody wants to be like. And it's affected even, you know, our girls. And I have to talk to them and I have to remind them of who they are and mm-hmm. and, and how everybody's created differently and how we all need to be content with the life we have. Mm-hmm. And I think that it starts from young. I think this is another piece of advice. Start your kids from young, teaching them about how they are special. And I I know that people say, oh, I do that already. We've been doing that for generations. We didn't need social media for this. But I mean in a more pointed way now Mm -hmm. because now they are going to be comparing themselves to people who have like makeup teams, stylists, and you know, people who run social media accounts. Yes, exactly. You're competing with Facetune. Like this is different now. It's, It's a whole nother ball game. And so you have to start from young teaching your children about why they're special and mm-hmm. reinforcing in their minds why they need to um, be proud of who they are and how they are made mm-hmm. same with the same with your you know not just girls but boys too right you know so I think that that's another thing that I would definitely want to um, teach right and, I, and with fame and you know what we talked about is um, internet fame. With fame comes responsibility. If you are famous, famous meaning that you have now drawn the attention of many people in the world, in the community, in your community, and you're become well known. Remember, with fame comes responsibility. You're not famous just to be famous. You are now known and you are an influencer. Make it for the good. Allow your influence to be have a positive impact on society and don't get just caught up because we are no different none of us are any different than the other person there's nothing that makes it there's things that might make me unique but there's nothing that makes me more special than you you are as special as i am i am as special as you and when we have the opportunity to shine let's make sure that we are brightening the corner in other people's world when we are given that blessing of that special light that's right that's right so, well, this was a brief conversation with you guys today about it. We know it is a um, it's a topic that will probably come up pretty frequently. And this gives you, gives you an insight to how people are seeing, how we are seeing basically this addiction on both ends. People who do it um, as a hobby with social media and people who do it for a business. And on both ends, it's very troubling, very disturbing. We have personally been touched by um, by shades of this in our own home, and we have friends um, who have been touched by this, and we see people out there in the public who are really struggling. Right. And we hope that we could have shine, sh- shown a little bit of light on this and give people some perspective and to let you guys know you're not alone, that this is a struggle that we all were going through. And we'll get through it together. Absolutely. So thanks for listening. Please make sure to leave a rating and review for us. Join us again Monday through Friday. Show notes are found at theonyxlife.com. Join our Facebook, The Onyx Life. Follow us on Twitter at The Onyx Life and on Instagram at The Onyx Life Official. Now go live that Onyx Life where change comes with challenge. See you next time. (laughs) 